Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on following the word, living the word, and doing the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. Oh God, I just, I thank you so much for being a God that shows up. Um, I thank you, God, that this body here even though sometimes sad things happen, we are a body that is filled with gladness, God. Even though challenges arise, God, we are we are filled with stories of success, God, and that's only because of you. I thank you, God, that even though we are like other people and have sicknesses and infirmities, God, you are a healer. And we have stories of miraculous healing, God. And I just thank you for that. I thank you, God, for your presence. I thank you, God, that even sometimes when we are in the midst of chaos, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's in our jobs, you, we are filled with a sense of harmony because of you, God. And I thank you for that. I thank you, God, that I, I, I literally, can walk into a room and, and, and see what is not of you mm. will be okay because you are with me, as Trev just said. You will never leave us and you will never forsake us, God. And I thank you for that. I thank you for that, God. I thank you for that, God. Your word says that. But there was a time where I didn't always believe that. I know that there was a time where some people on this call did not always believe that. Yes, God. But God, your word is true. And I thank you that you will never, ever, ever leave us nor forsake us. Even when we go where we're not supposed to go. Even when we say what we're not supposed to say, God. Your word is still true. You are still true. You are still faithful, God. And I thank you for that. Thank you, God. I thank you for that, God. I thank you for the leaders that are are bringing the word forth on today, that are bringing the prayers forth on today. God, I thank you for a believing body, God, that can intercede on our behalf, that can teach us, correct us, challenge us, God. I thank you for that. I thank you that this body hears from Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. I thank you for that. I thank you that this body fears you in a way that you deserve to be feared because their word says that even even the demons believe in you (laughs) but we know that you are worthy of the praise you are worthy of the honor god yes god thank you we thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. We thank you for that so that we can have a chance. We can have a chance to make it to heaven and we thank you for that, God. I thank you for another year that our pastors have seen. I thank you for their lives. I thank you for their sacrifices, God. I thank you that oftentimes they put others' needs before their own needs, Lord. I'm asking that you continue to give them the strength to be what you have called them to be, God. And allow us to support them in our actions, in our prayers, financially, if that's what's required, God. Let us show up in a way that allows your people to do their work the way that you called them to do their work, God. That is, that is, that is, (laughs) 
that is a huge weight to carry because the people that we're surrounding ourselves with have to show up. Now we have to show up too, God. <laughs> Equip us, Lord. Equip us, Lord. Equip us, Lord. Equip us, Lord. Because some of us like being in the shadows. <laughs> we like being the last one to speak up. <clears throat> Equip us for where you are taking Cahal. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Father, today is a new day. Thank you for giving us a chance for a new start today. Father, I ask that we continue to choose your way, God, and not our way. Father, yesterday is gone and it cannot return, God. Yesterday is gone with all its regrets and its, mix, and, its, and its mistakes, Father. The failures and the disappointments, God, are all gone. Father, today I thank you and I praise you because it's a good day to be glad and give thanks that we can get it right once again. Because of your grace, God, I thank you. Thank you, Abba, for your word that will be going forth this morning, God. I thank you for the new opportunities to forgive, the new opportunities to love and to be all that you want us to be, God. Father, as we start this service, God, help us to remember that we belong to you, God. I ask that you take us to a secret places because, God, you want us to know your ways this morning, God. This morning, Father, I ask that you keep our feet from stumbling, God, and our minds from wandering, God, from the, into distractions, God, right now. Allow us to rest in who you are this morning, Father. Allow us to rest in your presence so we can see you in all your glory today, God. Father, we bless you for our lives, God. We give you praise for the abundant mercy and grace that we receive every day. We thank you for your faithfulness, even though we are not that faithful to you at times, God. Lord, I ask that you give us peace in our minds, in our bodies, our soul, and our spirit this morning, God. We get tired and weak and weary and worn, but God, I ask that you continuously push and keep, allow us to keep on pressing. Remember that you will never and you have never left us nor forsake us. God, I ask that we continue to remember that you are our refuge and our strength and our ever-present help in the time of need. As Apostle Kai said last week, we need to hold on. So Father, may we reach for your hymn God, Father, may we, we, we continue to be whole as you are holding us and resting in knowing who you are. Remind us that the battle belongs to you, God. Help us to trust you more and never waste time wrestling and fighting in our own strength, God. Because you are our strength. Father, this morning I ask that you forgive us, God, for the times when we have failed to surrender and we have not put you first. Holy Spirit, fill us with your power. Fill us with your, 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 your joy. Fill us with your wisdom, with discernment this morning, God. Fill us with constant reminders that your presence will go with us 
and you will give us rest, revive us this morning. Wake us up, Father. Wake us up from our slumber, God, that we have been in for so long. Thank you for the victories in our lives that we have no explanation except that you did it. God, you did it. This morning, God, we give you glory and honor for all that you are doing in each and every one of our lives. Even in the times that we can't say, we can't see it all, God, or we don't understand what you are doing. This morning, I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your revelation. I thank you for the activation. I thank you for standing by me. I make it personal. Thank you for standing by me. Thank you for receiving me on my return. So this morning, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for allowing us to rest in your presence. So Father, this morning, as I present to you, God, the man of God, as he opens his mouth to speak your word, God, I ask that you take him away from it, God, and only allow your spirit to flow through his words this morning, God, and I will be, it will be planted on, on soil, God, that will take root, God, and that we will be able to hear the word, God, and, and take it with us wherever we go, God. So this morning, I ask that we continue to cover Pastor Kai, God, as she entered into a new year of life. For, oh, for, for many, we see it as a birthday, God, but it's her new year of life, God. So we thank you for that woman, God. We thank you for Pastor Kai, who, um, Pastor Alex, who have constantly been covering us as a body, God, and covering his wife. So, Father, I ask that you continue to give them sweet rest wherever they are, God. I ask that you continue to send this word, God, to those families that were not able to be on today, God. So, Father, do what you do best, God. So, Father, we adore you and we magnify you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, God. <clears throat> Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Pastor Ryan. Thank you. Uh, hello, everyone. Good morning. Um, just want to welcome you all today. We are and have the absolute privilege and opportunity to honor the pastors of this house. And so I just publicly want to honor Pastor Kai. Um, it's her birthday. And so we are so grateful, Pastor Kai, to you, your commitment to God, your leadership, your continuing in him. We are so honored that we have had the opportunity to be a part of your life and your walk, for it has encouraged us all. So we just say happy birthday to you. If you guys want to say happy birthday, you can come off mute. We just want to say happy birthday to you. We happy love you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. This family, family loves you tremendously. And your commitment to God is not in vain because we are here. So we just thank God for your life. Um, we pray you are having an amazing day, weekend, and just having the opportunity to rest well. So we love you. <clears throat> 
Um, I have been afforded the opportunity to be able to speak to you all today. For anyone that's been in this seat, I can now understand how it feels. It's a little warm. So uh, <laughs> look, at, look at Janetta. Janetta like, eh. <laughs> she said, it's your turn now. <laughs> um, but I have the absolute privilege and honor to be able to speak to you guys today. One thing that I will say about this family, I've been a part of various families, um, but I want to say this family I've been changed by because each and every one of you, as different as you are, your heart for God is absolutely amazing. And in that Man, you guys make this and allow this space to be so inviting where people are free. And that's because of you guys and how you all have just continued to grow in the Father, which allows this space to be so liberating. So thank you guys. You guys should be applauding yourselves. Um, Miss Julie, I heard you talking and... I can't fully understand um, because you're in a different place and space and I'm and I have two sons as well, but mine are much younger. And if they decide to walk out, they're going to come right back. Um, <laughs> don't have the means to take care of themselves. And as far as they go, it's probably to the playground and they're coming back. So <laughs> I can't say that I understand fully where you are. Um, but in part, I want you to know um, that you are covered and that from a man's standpoint, it is very important that men understand the responsibility that we are to step into. And that is a hard one when we have been afforded the things we've been afforded in our lives. And there are some times that things happen in our lives that push us into having to mature and grow up. And so although that might and that incident may have been as painful as it was, my prayer, honestly speaking, is that your son hears the voice of God and will follow him. Here's the thing, what God did in a man's life is he removed him from his family and told him to follow him. And when they made the decision to do that, here now we read about so many great men and women when they follow the voice of God. And so that is my prayer for your son. Matter of fact, I do want to pray over your son in the incident. Father God, I just thank you and I lift up Julie. I lift up her family. I thank you for what you have done in her life, Father, even how you have caused Julie, Father, to have such a heart for you that her children will be able to take uh, uh, evidence of what a relationship with God looks like 
And I pray that even in her relationship, right, wrong, or indifferent, Father, they continue to grow nigher to you, Father, because her heart's desire is to please you. And so, Father, I cover her children, Father, no matter how old they are, we just lift them up right now in the name of Jesus, and we cover them, Lord God. We just call upon the angels that are assigned to them, Father, to keep them and to cover them even wherever they are. We pray for the preservation of their life, Lord, and that they will walk into every good thing that you have for them, Lord. And I pray for their voice to hear you, Lord, will be so evident, Father God, that they will not turn back. And so our heart's desire is that they have a heart for you in such a way, Lord, that will lead them down the path you created for them. And we glorify you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And I just want you to know that your son is well. He's just got his feelings hurt a little bit. But you, we need you very welcome. We need that. We he, need he is, he's, <laughs> I, I'm I'm trusting God with what he's doing with Timon. And I know that even though I may not be able to see it, I know that God has his hand firmly over both of my children. It has been shown to me time and time again. He was an active part of this fellowship. Hmm. And now he's not. And the men surrounded him when he was actively apart. I miss that for him. But I also have to respect his adulthood and his decisions. He is, he has gone back to his Korean fellowship. Whatever he's getting from there, I pray it's what it's supposed to be right now. And perhaps in contrast, he will return to what is needed at the time that he needs it. I just trust God with him, but I really do appreciate. Thank you for praying for him. It always matters. It always helps. It always counts. And I know it's always heard. So I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. And our prayer is his return to God, wherever that is and whatever that looks like. And also, I thank you for bringing this up because this was on my heart this morning as well that we continue to pray for the return of the men to this fellowship. So Lord, I just pray and lift up the men who are leaders. And I pray, Father, that they not only hear the voice of God, but respond to the voice of God. That their presence here is important. Their presence here is inviting. That their presence here is necessary. So we call upon the men that are part of this fellowship to return in the name of Jesus. And we glorify you for it, Father. Amen. Um, again, I have the very great honor and pleasure to be able to bring a word. One of the things that I want to do first before we go into Bible or scripture is um, <clears throat> um, I've heard in, in, in part how people have it's continually talked about merge. Um, and so I just wanted to say something about that, that I believe God is speaking on. Um, some people were able to go and others were not able to go. So I don't, I'm not here to try to offend anyone if you weren't able to go. Um, I just want you to hear what I'm trying to say about it. Merge was something that happened from which we all came together collectively and was able to <clears throat> literally 
see ourselves go to new heights in the Lord. And what it allowed us to do was to tap into some things that were necessary and needed for us. But then I heard Pastor Kai come on about a couple weeks later, I think last week, and she had stated, we're going to be having a merge again next year and then begin to give out the date. And what I know is, is that there's so much great anticipation for the next merge. Um, but I, I believe uh, God is also saying that everyone, every time we come together, it is a merge. And so although we are in such great anticipation of the next, um, what happened at the previous one was one, there were so many encounters that happened and took place. So we look for that again, as almost as if it is um, uh, something we feed off of, almost um, like um, an addiction. Uh, but at the same time, we have to understand and really, really now grow and mature to this place and space that emerges every time we come together. And so we should always have great expectation and, and, and bring the same vigor, the same excitement as the last merge, meaning the last time we met. So I just wanted to say that for us, as we prepare for the next major gathering where we're all able to come together potentially in person, what should happen is that through these merges that we're doing on Zoom, this should be the seed to the next gathering in person. Meaning what's taking place with you in your life should cause others to now come. Next merge should not just be us. The things that are going on, the things that God is transforming in your life should cause such an array. Thank you, Sue, for the shirt. Thank you for the shirt. It's such an array. It should cause such an array that those around you are impacted and saying, oh, I have to be there. And understand that that's who and what we are called to do in this fellowship. It's continue to be light. So I don't want us to look at the next 365 days of great anticipation to the next time we get together when we get every opportunity every week to do this. So now I want to go into this transforming into who we are coming in him. We've heard so much word about the return of God. We're hearing word about who we're becoming. Coming. Um, but I want to bring to you guys where I'm going to be going in scripture. So I'm going to give you guys the scriptures now. Um, if you are able to, I know some of you are driving. I want you all to put your eyes on scripture. Um, so we're going to be going to, I'm going to start at Psalms 19. Then I'm going to go to Psalms 111. Psalms 119, Psalms, not 119, I apologize, Psalms 19, Psalms 11, and then I'm going to Proverbs 2 and Proverbs 3. So Father God, as you, as Sue just so graciously uh, prayed, Father, I pray 
that these words that are coming out of our mouth, Father, land on the hearts of your people, that they're able to hear, receive, and be transformed by your word. I thank you, Lord, for the simplicity of your word. I pray, Father, for the practicality of your word. And I thank you, Lord, that your word will continue to transform as you desire in each and every one's life. So we glorify you for it in Jesus' name. So Psalms 119, I'm going to read actually in um, the New Living Translation. I want us to take our time, and I'm going to read the whole thing. I want us to take our time with this scripture, with these scriptures. Uh, one of the things that I believe God was speaking was um, as we've been talking about commandments um, over the past several weeks. Um, some of the things that God was just laying on my heart was that we have treated the commandments as duties. We have treated the commandments as just rules. And it's been many times hard for us to follow the commandments because we've treated it like it was a job. And so, excuse me, one of the things that God led me to was at the end of Psalms like 119, it says, may the words of my, may the, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So if we have that in mind, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, then we will look at the commandments differently. So I'm going to start. Psalms 19 says the heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day, they continue to speak. Night after night, they make him known. They speak without sound or word. Their voice is never heard. Yet their message has gone through the earth and their words to the whole world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like a radiant bridegroom after his wedding. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. The sun rises at, at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other end. Nothing can hide from its heat. The instructions of the Lord are perfect. Another translation says the commands of the Lord are sure. Reviving the soul. Decrees are trustworthy. Making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are, are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence to the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, in the, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. 
They are warning your servant great reward for those who obey. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from the hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free from guilt and innocent and great sin. Then it says, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. Oh, Lord, my rock. Again, I want to say <clears throat> our perspective about the commandments of God have to shift from being duties and roles and these responsibilities to relationship. It has to shift to our honor and our pleasing of him. It has to shift to our delight in him. I'm going to go to Psalms 111. That's Psalms 111, verse, starting at verse number seven. It says, the works of his hand are verity and justice. All his precepts are sure. Another word for precepts is commands. All his commands are sure, meaning they are true. They are steadfast forever and ever. All are done in truth and uprightness. He has sent redemption to his people. He has commands. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and good understanding have all those who do his commandments. His praise endures forever. Everyone, if you hear me, I'm going to scriptures that talks about commandments. Please understand that our relationship with the commandments, again, have to be one that we're not doing out of duty. What we have done in many times is that because we have relationships with men, we have turned those relationships with men and treated them the same as our relationship with our father. <clears throat> so in turn, there are so many things that we miss out on because we relate with God the same way we relate with man. And many times if we treat our relationship with God as a job, what happens at our jobs is that we put things in order of importance, meaning we have so many things that we have to carry out. We have tasks. And what we do is we put these tasks in order to say this is of importance. So what happens is, is that if you relate your relationship with man, the same as you relate it with God, you end up putting God in an order. And depending on who he is in your life, you end up measuring his importance. Because we relate with him wrongly, 
many times he falls at the bottom of our to-do list. He falls at the bottom of what is important and the things that we have and we have not taken time for us are for us for our good so let me now take you to, to proverbs 2 i'm going to start at verse 1 and I believe I'm going to go through verse 12. Family, it is so important that we understand that our relationship with our father is also having relationship with the word, Christ Jesus, which is also having relationship with the word, the written word that we're reading. See, the written word being written by man was still inspired by God. So it was always still his voice being put into the text that we are to have relationship with. So Proverbs 2, starting at verse 1, it says, my child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Turn your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. <clears throat> I just want to stop there really quickly. <clears throat> Because I don't think we have many times or every time we, we read the word, we treat it as if it's something that we're in a relationship with, meaning we take our time with it. We just read it because as a follower of Christ, many times we look at the word, we say it's our duty to read it because we're supposed to. And we treat it again as another job or duty. But we don't take our time with it. He says, cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as if, as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. So, so let me break this down. Somebody came to you and said, <clears throat> um, we are master, uh, um, um, uh, um, I don't know who these people call, so I'm making it up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we are masters in searching for silver and gold. Well, we came across your name and we were given the coordinates to where we've found this silver and gold that we want to give to you. Here are the coordinates, though. You must yourself come with us so that you can obtain the prize and the reward. How many people, and this is not, I know we're in a different world right now. There was a lot of fraud going on and a lot of gimmicks, <laughs> but this is true. This is real. How many of you all 
would reject that. By raise of your hands, if you can, how many of you all would actually go on the journey to the coordinates to where you would obtain this silver and gold? How many would go? But then it's in the ocean, so you must dive. It's about 5,000 feet. Sue said, no. Nah. So it's about 5,000 feet down in the ocean. And all you have to do is go down there and obtain. Okay, Sue, let me come to your world. Let me see. Let me see, Sue. Let me see. Sue, Sue wants to be different today. <laughs> all right, Sue. Sue, you, you hike? You on the mountains? Did you go up the mountain, Sue? No? Okay, Sue. This is what you want. Okay, let me do this, Sue. Well, you already found your husband. But if you didn't find your husband and he was on the mountain, <laughs> my point is how many of us would go and go search for these natural things? We would extend ourselves to the limits go obtain a natural thing. The scripture says to seek after the thing that we don't want to take our time with. He says, seek after and concentrate. Turn your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for the understanding of understanding like silver and gold. He is saying, search for me, search for the things of me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead you as to why. See, what happens is, is when we don't have this type of relationship with God, and we have, we go to emerge and have an encounter and have a high and come down from that high and then go back to everyday life, not having this everyday this natural, and I'm talking to me, not having this everyday natural relationship with God that I am in search of the scriptures. I am in search of him. I am going after him as I would silver and gold. I have to begin to check myself in this place and space of who I call to be Lord. So I'm going to continue reading. It says, search them like hidden treasures, then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord, and you will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the path of the just, protects those who are faithful to him, then you will understand what is right, just, and fair. You will find the right way to go, for wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding, guys, he says, seek after understanding. Understanding will Keep you safe. It is so important for us, everyone, to not treat this word as a duty, but to have relationship with this word. 
Because in the past scriptures that I just read, it says his commands, his word are true. So who are we as followers of him are encountering the truth behind his word? So then I'm going to you, Proverbs 3. Again, he says, guys, Proverbs 3, verse 1. My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. He is repeatedly saying, guys, do not despise my commands. Store them in your heart. If you do this, you will have, you will live many years. And your life will be satisfying. Never let your loyalty or kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people. You will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will. Again, it's seek, seek after. Seek his will in all you do. She and he will show you which path to take. Do not be impressed with your own wisdom. I mean, there are so many times because we don't have relationship with the one, we don't have relationship with God, that we don't seek his will in all we do. We are moved by our own will. Because of that, the decisions and choices that we make and the things that we gain in these natural senses, we continue to rely on. He says, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn from evil. Then you will have healing in your body, strength in your bones. Family, there are things within this word that are designed for your good, that are designed for your life, that are designed for your health. We treat these things as jobs and duties when we should be treating these things as a part of our relationship. In our relationship, it will deliver, it will bring things unto you that you struggle to deal with from day to day. So some of us struggle and deal with just being in peace. Well, if you were in relationship with these words, he says you will have healing in your body. You will have strength in your bones. So many times we're looking at the, the, the commandments. And we're looking at them, the things that, that which we struggle to do not the things based on relationship that we desire to do. Our desire and commitment to God is and should be forever first. So as we look at the commands, not just the commandments, but the things that God is leading you in is not duties. The things that God is leading you in is, is, is not a job, but a desire of pleasure unto him. We have to understand and we have to check ourselves. If the commands of God bring you to a place of despair or anguish, 
then you have to examine where you are because we understand that we are spirit beings, but we live in a flesh. The flesh is always opposition to God's goodwill for your life. His intent will not be in agreement with what your flesh desires to do. And so we have to make sure we align ourselves within that, but you do that by continuing in your relationship with him, spend time with him and not reject what he says. His commands are to bring you at rest. His commands are to bring peace into your life. His commands are to bring you into his good will for you. So when the commands of God bring us to this place and space of rejection, please understand you're rejecting the very thing that God desires for you to live and walk. I mean, I did not have this most elaborate word. That is what I wanted to share with you all today. And as we've been hearing about the commandments, we should be looking at the commandments differently. We should be in relationship with God as such. The commandments, things that we desire and are honored to do. Commandments are the things that we are in relationship with, so it's not a duty. It's not a job. It's a part of my relationship. It is who I am. I like Proverbs because it is a book that provides wisdom for any of us that desire to be led by God and the wisdom of God, then take the things that he says so literal that we will then see them manifest. And what happens is, it's truth be told, we have sometimes a hard time taking the word to be literal because we have related God in the same aspect as we've related man. So when men let us down, we put God in that same place and same position. When God does not show up when we want to, how we want to. So we treat his word. We treat the thing that he says is sure. We treat the thing that he says will bring you great health. We treat the thing that he says will bring you into prosperity. Prosperity being you being well in all things, financially, not in all things. We begin to reject the thing that he desires for us based on how we relate to things that he says. So if you are adopting and saying, I desire to walk in the wisdom of God, then you also have to agree what wise counsel says. And what wise counsel says is trust in the Lord with all thine heart. If we're struggling in that, we have to check that. Wise counsel says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's not that I am afraid of God, but my reverence to God. Here's me. 
But I reverence God. We took time before we started to reverence Pastor Cod. We took time to honor Pastor Cod. We took time to say thank you. We took time to revere her. Why? We're in, we have been in relationship with family because we're in relationship with them. When they ask of us to do something, we just go and do. I found out yesterday I was going to be here today doing this. But because of my relationship, because of my reverence, it doesn't matter. I'm going to show up. Why? Because it's not about me. Because of my relationship with Christ, my, 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 my first thing should not be to oppose what he says. The very first thing that he speaks to me should be in agreement. Why? Because it is well within me. He just says it. It is well with your bones. It is well with your health. We have to really, really, really take time to measure up what our heart's desires are and what his heart's desires are for us. Because many times our heart's desires mislead us to this place of great expectation great anticipation of a thing he never said <laughs> so when those things are not met here comes now the letdown so now i treat god i treat man if i'm being honest and true my relationship with him should be relationship first of all it is in totality my relationship with him should be first of all reverencing him our relationship with him should be first of all wherever you say because your command i shouldn't treat as job or duty I gotta do that. no his command is for my goodwill so i treat what he says as it is for my goodwill so it's as absolutely easy for me to follow through in the things that he says Questions, comments, concerns. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the KHOW podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.